0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare Podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Breezes, cooler air really spills in here Friday, only near 40, and still tracking the potential for some snow and kind of a wintry mix to rain as we head into Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraff and the First Alert Weather Center.
1: 29 in Rockville, 28 in Fort Washington, and 32 in Ashburn.
2: You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners.
1: Good morning, I'm John Doman. And I'm John Aaron. Coming up. An arrest in the New Year's Day deadly shooting at a Friendship Heights hotel. I'm Dick Juliano.
3: Three area police departments spent part of December tackling traffic issues. What did they find? I'm Kate Ryan.
1: Alexandria fire officials trying to detect... Determine the cause of an overnight warehouse fire. We are going up to near fifty today. Seven o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the hour, sponsored by Staples.
4: I'm Stacy Lynn. Learning new details about the deadly and fiery crash between two planes at Tokyo's Haneda Airport yesterday, CBS's Lucy Kraft is in Tokyo. While the Japan Airlines pilot was instructed to enter the runway, the Coast Guard pilot was told to hold short of the runway or to stop before entering it. The pilot, who was severely injured, said that he had received runway clearance. All 379 people on the Japan Airlines plane were able to get out after it burst into Flames, but five of the Coast Guard crew members died. The captain was able to escape but was badly injured. Hamas says an explosion in Beirut killed one of its top leaders. Lebanon blames Israel, but CBS's, uh, CBS's Cammy McCormick tells us Israel
0: hasn't acknowledged it was behind the attack. In the West Bank, there were protests by Palestinians.
5: I'm not there. I'm not there.
0: And at the U.N., a spokeswoman for the secretary general calls it extremely worrying.
4: This just really highlights what the secretary general had just said about the dangers of the spillover of this conflict in the wider region. Four southern border crossings are back open tomorrow. Immigration reporter Camilo Montoya-Galvez is in Eagle Pass, Texas. There's
0: been a significant decrease in migration, and officials are attributing that to increased enforcement by the Mexican government in the interior of Mexico to stem the flow of migration before migrants even reach the U.S. border.
4: Seem like everyone is sick right now. COVID hospitalizations have more than tripled at St. Joseph's Medical Center in New Jersey compared to a month ago. Dr. Nilish Patel. It's
0: concerning in the sense that the, the volume of patients is higher. They are sicker, especially patients that are the most vulnerable that have comorbid disease, things like cancer or respiratory disease.
4: It's not just COVID, either. More than half the country's seen a spike in COVID, flu, and RSV. Oh, snow. The East Coast may get its first major storm of the winter this weekend. Odyssey meteorologist Craig Allen on who's getting hit. Most
5: weather maps are indicating that this will turn into a rather intense storm system, and there will be rain and snow, heavy at times, moving on up 95 from the D.C. area right through Philadelphia to New York City.
4: Some good news as you struggle to pay off that Christmas present debt. Gas prices are dropping. AAA says the price for a gallon of regular has fallen under three bucks across most of the country. Of course, that's not the case everywhere. If you live in Hawaii, California, and Washington State, you're still paying over $4 a gallon. This is CBS News.
1: Staple stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local staple store. It's 7.03 on Wednesday, January 3rd. We're at 34 degrees. We're going up to near 50 under partly sunny skies. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm John Doman with the top local stories we're following this hour. An arrest has been made in D.C.'s first homicide of the year. It was the deadly shooting of an 18-year-old woman at a Friendship Heights hotel. Ashley Hines was killed at a New Year's party at the hotel. D.C. police say they have arrested 18-year-old Jelani Cousin of Northeast and charged him with second-degree murder while armed. Ashley's mom, Tiffany Falden of Clinton, Maryland, says her daughter, home for holiday break from Louisiana State University, was an honors graduate from Henry Wise High School in Upper Marlboro. She was
4: her senior year student government, Overall president, part of the National Honor Society, just an overall good kid.
1: The deadly shooting happened around 1.20 a.m. January 1st. Hines was found inside a seventh-floor room at the Embassy Suites Hotel. Dick WTOP News. The teenage girl who pleaded guilty to stabbing another teen to death in D.C. after an argument over a dipping sauce will be sentenced today. This happened back in August outside of McDonald's in Northwest after the two girls had attended a party. A detective told a juvenile court judge the killing followed the dispute over sweet and sour sauce. The victim was identified as 16-year-old Niama Ligon of Waldorf. The hearing is set for 10.30 this morning. The accused 16-year-old is facing multiple charges, including second-degree murder while armed and assault with intent to kill while armed. When cities and counties share a border, they often share similar problems. And that's precisely why police from D.C., Prince George's County, and the city of Mount Rainier got together. When it came to traffic enforcement last month...
3: On a single day of the joint traffic operation between D.C., Prince George's County, and Mount Rainier Police, 194 citations were issued. The departments share a border along Eastern Avenue... Lieutenant David Calloway is with the Mount Rainier Police Department.
5: Obviously, distracted driving is very big. You know, drivers on cell phones, speeding is another. Calloway said the emphasis during those
3: coordinated efforts is on education, but he added...
5: Any citation we give, whether it's a warning or a payable citation to a state or must appear, we take it pretty seriously.
3: Calloway sees the traffic initiatives not only as an enforcement effort, but an extension of community policing. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
1: A plan to build what could be the largest data center corridor in the world in Prince William County is now facing a lawsuit. That plan was approved just last month in a 4-3 vote after a nearly 27-hour public meeting. If it survives, the digital gateway plan would allow as many as 37 new data centers to be built on about 2,000 acres near Gainesville. But last week, a group of Prince William County residents sued the board of county supervisors hoping to put a stop to the project. The residents argue a company behind the project was treated differently than previous applicants, and the county broke rules to push its request through. So it started during the COVID pandemic, and now Fairfax County is expected to permanently allow outdoor
5: dining. Restaurants and bars would be able to set up tables and chairs so customers can eat and drink outside in Fairfax County. The proposed zoning amendment says it would improve the pedestrian experience throughout the county, increase vibrancy, and make commercial areas more social and active. The outdoor area would have to be separated from a parking lot and clearly marked for pedestrians. Since some places stay open till 2 a.m. and are near single-family developments, the staff report recommends recommends prohibiting the outdoor seating before 7 a.m. and after 10 at night. There's a public hearing on January 10th. The Board of Supervisors is expected to vote on February 6th. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News.
1: The new year means your favorite TV shows are are returning for fresh seasons. That is extra exciting because many had been on hiatus because of the Hollywood strikes.
0: Class is back in session with Season 3 of Abbott Elementary on ABC.
5: I'm just so happy to be back. Do you work here? This is embarrassing for you.
0: Bridgerton fans rejoice for the return of Season 3 on Netflix. Gentle reader. You thought I was silenced, but you thought wrong. And 33 years after The Silence of the Lambs, Jodie Foster returns to the murder mystery genre with True Detective Season 4 on HBO. I'm working on this case. Some questions just don't have answers. See the full guide on WT.
3: Jason Fraley, WTOP News.
1: Now coming up after traffic and weather in money news. What happens
2: to small 401k balances that are left behind? I'm Jeff Clable
1: 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son! traffic and weather on the 8s Let's go to Rita Kessler in the Traffic Center.
6: Well, John, our big news remains in the district. It is southbound I-295 after Laboratory Road. That's where we've had the ongoing crash, which is now a crash investigation. That is why all southbound I-295 traffic is being diverted onto Laboratory Road. They've had to block southbound I-295 to continue this investigation. If you do need to get past Laboratory Road, you're going to need to find yourself another way to get around uh, to get to that point, like if you're heading to the Beltway or to National Harbor. Now, northbound I-295 Delays passing Laboratory Road, headed toward Joint Base Anacostia Bowling, then a little bit of a break, then it slows approaching the Suitland Parkway, headed toward the 11th Street Bridge. The earlier wreck on the ramp to the inbound 11th Street Bridge has cleared. Inbound Suitland Parkway seeing a lot of delays from Stanton Road all the way to Firth Sterling crossing the Douglas Bridge. Maybe people taking that instead of 295. Southbound DC 295 is seeing a delay coming from Eastern Avenue headed past East Capitol Street and approaching Pennsylvania Avenue and inbound New York Avenue a little heavy approaching the light at Bladen. Now, Canal Road at the Chain Bridge under police direction for the wreck that originally happened outbound on Canal Road at the Chain Bridge. Major delays on the inbound Clara Barton Parkway trying to head toward the chain bridge as well, so that's going to be why. In Maryland, northbound 95 delays were near 216, headed past 32. The crash was on the right shoulder and taking the left lane. Southbound 15 in Frederick near Rosemont Avenue. Callers report the crash on the right side with the delays. Then Southbound 270 solid out of Urbana headed past 109, but then it is still good. All the way to the lane divide. Northbound Route 3 at 450 Defense Highway. The crash along the right side. However, the debris spill has caused westbound 450 to be completely blocked. So watch for the redirection there. Westbound 50 under the beltway. The crash cleared to the left shoulder. The lanes are open. Uh, in Virginia, northbound 15, the ramp to eastbound 7. The left lane is blocked with the crash. 50 at Fair Ridge Drive was a report of a wreck. And the southbound 395 ramp from King Street. Keep an eye on on the right side for a broken-down bus. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand-name mattresses in-store and online at regencyfurniture.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. The
1: forecast with 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff.
0: Tracking sunshine for the first half of the day and some added clouds for the afternoon as our next weathermaker approaches temperature wise today, mid to upper forties and a light breeze. So it'll feel better than yesterday. We won't have those wind chills to contend with overnight. A system brings clouds and temperatures stay in the mid to upper 30s. Could even be a sprinkle or two. Clouds tomorrow morning will break for some sunshine, but it will be breezy. Highs only in the low to mid 40s for Thursday. By Friday, with a good deal of sunshine, highs only near the 40-degree mark. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandergraaf in the First Alert Weather Center.
1: Down to 24 degrees in Manassas. It's 34 in Frederick, Maryland, 36 at Metro Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour, and the Consumer Electronics Show is next week in Las Vegas, and Mercedes-Benz is set to showcase its new artificial intelligence-powered virtual assistant. The automaker says this will take its Hey Mercedes voice assistant into a whole new visual dimension using high-resolution graphics. The company's CEO also says the new AI promises human-like interaction including empathetic characteristics that sync with your driving style and mood. I want the car to be empathetic with me being tired and cranky and angry at other drivers. Uh, it's, it's just always going to agree with you that the other driver there is the one that's uh, screwing everything up for everybody yeah. out there. Not you. Thank You're you. not the problem. Thank you, Mercedes. Well, don't forget about your retirement accounts from your previous jobs. The new year is giving companies more flexibility with former employees 401ks. Companies aren't
2: required to keep very small 401k balances of former employees, and the rollout limit this year is raised from $5,000 to $7,000. Most will roll it into an IRA in the former employee's name, but for balances under $1,000, most just send the former employee a check.
1: That's WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh. Those small cash distributions come minus taxes and early withdrawal penalties. Up next here on WTOP, what caused a warehouse fire in Alexandria overnight? It was a big one. It's 712. Families in poverty
2: are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646.
3: Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Herb Kelsey, the Project Fort Zero team leader at Dell Technologies, says agencies shouldn't overlook the benefits of new and emerging technologies within their zero-trust architectures.
4: Automation
1: is one of the big evolution Steps in zero trust. How do we collect enough data, logging, telemetry across the board to be able to create AI models that in turn we can use to automate our application of security policy against threats that come into our system? And so AI becomes the accelerant, it becomes the way in which we also make up for any shortages in personnel that we may have.
3: Let Dell Technologies, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com innovation. The following is a paid
6: commercial message.
5: This is Bishop Michael Burbidge of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We begin a new year full of promise and potential, yet we may also experience hardships and challenges and heartaches, at least to some degree, Many of these things will be out of our control, but what will be in our control is how we choose to live each day. We should choose to let go and surrender ourselves to God's will. We are reminded in sacred scripture not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Let this year be a year for less anxiety, a year of surrender, a year of letting go of fear. When you feel overwhelmed, recall the words of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. Coming up.
1: A missing person case ends with the arrest of an alleged murderer. I'm Luke Lukert. More news in 60 seconds. America's capital markets are the strongest and safest in the world. But why do they matter to you? When you buy a plane ticket, shop for food, sign a lease, or save for retirement, capital markets make those transactions secure and affordable. But now the Federal Reserve is considering Basel III Endgame, which will weaken capital markets. It means higher risk for the economy and higher costs for you. No wonder experts everywhere have doubts about Basel III Endgame. Maybe you should, too. Paid for by Center Forward.
3: Isn't it nice when your everyday life hums along exactly as you expected? With Reliable Power from Novec, it does. Customers enjoy a 99.99% reliability rating, online and traditional payment methods, as well as 24-7 service. Getting electricity from Novec may be the most unexciting part of your life, and that's okay. Keep humming along with Reliable Power from Novec.
0: Washington's top news,
6: WTOP,
2: FACTS. Matter.
1: It's 716. Good morning. I'm John Doman. And I'm John Aaron. Firefighters are on the scene of a warehouse fire in Alexandria that started last night. Fire and EMS personnel were called to Wheeler Avenue for a three alarm commercial building fire just west of Tarleton Park. Firefighters say the blaze was contained by 11, but crews remain on the scene this morning monitoring hot spots. One firefighter was taken to a hospital for a minor injury and has since been released. Fire marshals are looking into what started the flames. Indicted Senator Robert Menendez has already been accused of using his political influence to benefit Egypt. And now the New Jersey Democrats accused of helping another foreign government. Menendez is facing allegations of
2: accepting expensive gifts in exchange for favorable comments about Qatar. The indictment accuses Menendez and his wife Nadine of receiving gold and tickets to a Formula One race in exchange for helping a businessman negotiate a multi-million dollar investment for a real estate project in New Jersey. Menendez allegedly also got other items of value like watches valued between ten and $24,000.
1: That's CBS News correspondent Matt Piper. Today's Federal Headlines Report, brought to you by WEPA, for feds, by feds. I'm Peter Masurly, and here are your top headlines from the Federal News Network. After months of uncertainty, the military's Joint Staff has a Senate-confirmed Chief Information Officer. David Isaacson has been promoted to the rank of Lieutenant General and appointed to serve as the Joint Staff CIO. And a key technology and cyber official is headed to the GSA from the Office of Management and Budget, Eric Mill, who spent three years as a senior advisor to the Federal Chief Information Officer, will become the Executive Director for Cloud Strategy in GSA's Technology Transformation Service. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. Now, a quick look at the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. An arrest has now been made in the New Year's Day deadly shooting of an 18-year-old woman at a D.C. hotel. Hundreds of local residents now have safety devices installed on their cars as part of an effort to crack down on the number of car thefts. And the number two leader in Hamas is dead, killed in an Israeli attack, launched into Lebanon. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's seven eighteen traffic and weather on the 8th. And Rita Kessler, it's been a busy, busy morning in the WTLB Traffic Center. It
6: certainly has, and now Virginia is getting into the action. So let's start out with the newest issue that we had on northbound 395 after Duke Street. At one point, everything was blocked, but they managed to move everything involved over to the right shoulder. So while your travel lanes are open, those delays begin on northbound 95 in Springfield, on to 395 headed past the scene. Once you get past all that activity, though, smooth sailing all the way to and across the 14th Street Bridge, eastbound 66 brief tap of the brakes in Manassas, and again approaching Route 50 with the lanes open. In Leesburg, northbound 15, the Leesburg bypass ramp to eastbound 7. The left lane is blocked with a wreck. 50 at Fair Ridge Drive was a report of a crash. Uh And southbound 395, the ramp from King Street, there was a broken down bus along the right side. Now let's talk about everything going on in the district. Southbound I-295 after Laboratory Road. That's the crash investigation. They've blocked your lanes, So all southbound I-295 traffic is still being diverted onto Laboratory Road. Watch for those delays. The northbound delays from the earlier wreck at the 11th Street Bridge have eased nicely. Just a brief delay northbound passing, everything going on on the southbound side near Laboratory Road. Then a delay before the Suitland Parkway headed to the 11th Street Bridge. Southbound DC 295, heavy from Eastern passing East Capitol Street. Inbound Suitland Parkway delay is approaching Stanton Road, headed all the way to Firth-Sterling, crossing the Douglas Bridge. On to South Capitol Street. Now we also have the problem affecting Canal Road at the Chain Bridge. The crash had you under police direction. Inbound on the Clara Barton Parkway we're seeing a major backup trying to head toward the Chain Bridge. In Maryland, northbound 95 between 32 and 175. That was the scene of a wreck with delays before 32 and on eastbound 32, trying to head toward 95. Southbound 15 and Frederick near Rosemont Avenue, that wreck on the right side. Start your wellness journey at Whole Foods Market. at 33% off all supplements with Prime through January 9th while supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic.
1: 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Okay, can you just sort of skip over this ho-hum weekday forecast for us and get right to the possibility of snow... (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: snow Way, No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, this has been something we've been talking about since the beginning of the week and even over the last weekend. But the storm system that will be the energy of the winter storm that we see here on Saturday is now out west. So it is over land, and we're getting better interpretations of our guidance from that, from our from our balloons and all of our observations. So the models are having a better idea of trying to pull it all together. It does look like for around here, we'll get, we'll get a little bit of a burst of snow. Most Most likely on Saturday, late morning, early afternoon. But all the guidance kind of trends to us kind of transitioning back over to some rain. So just a little bit of snow and then just kind of a sloppy, wintry mix with more wet than white Metro points south and east. And really the higher elevations out along 81 being the best spot for appreciable snow based on what we're seeing currently at this point. A couple things going against us, just not a, a ton of cold air in place to start off. And also with the precipitation falling during the day. Versus at night when it's colder, all kind of uh, favor it being just kind of more of a sloppy wet mix, not a very big fluffy beautiful snow maker for us locally. We'll still continue to watch it. We'll still see some snow, but I don't think it's the the big one for us at least in the metro area. For this day, it's about some sunshine this morning and afternoon clouds, mid and upper 40s, less wind than yesterday. So I'm going to give it a higher rating. Should be a little more comfortable through the afternoon. More clouds roll in tonight with another little system out ahead of our weekend weather maker that brings clouds, maybe a sprinkle or two. 30s area-wide. Tomorrow, it does appear that we'll start off with some clouds and then we'll clear out, but the breezes will howl. And with temperatures in the low to mid-40s and gusty winds, are back to wind chills in the 30s, so bundle up. Friday, plenty of sunshine, only near 40. And then, as I mentioned, that system on Saturday bringing us some wintry slot before kicking out of here. Blustery and cooler Sunday. By next week, though, we could jump back into the 50s by Tuesday. So, we're kind of all over the place here. I'm not enthused by the slop. Yeah, I know. I, I want to say it a prettier word, but you know, when the rain yeah. mixes with the snow, it just—it's not. It doesn't fluff up and look pretty. And usually if you get a little burst of snow, then the rain falls on top of it, and then it just, well, yeah. eh, not so great. Okay. So I don't want you to get too overly excited for for snowman making. That's all I'm saying. Thirty-one in Greenbelt, thirty-two in Winchester. Cooler at Dale City right now at twenty-seven.
1: And that's brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up, an arrest has been made after a local man goes missing. Seven twenty-three. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community
2: representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's regional business insights with Blue Jenkins, president and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather.
6: I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels
5: i love when it's over i want it to be over
0: even if you're not a fan
6: of the ice and snow you'll feel better prepared with wtop's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th
2: we're here for you all winter
6: the temperatures are really gonna drop today wtop news facts matter
1: 724 A man is now facing murder charges after the mysterious disappearance of his friend
2: 20-year-old Damian Myers was reported missing by his family back on April 15th, a day after he left his home in Fort Washington hoping to get a ride from his friend Parrish Good. Prince George's County detectives initially started investigating the case as a missing person, but a week later pivoted after uncovering evidence showing he was shot and killed inside Good's car. Good was finally arrested last week. When he was arrested, police say he admitted to shooting Myers and getting rid of his body in the Fort Washington area. Good now faces first and second degree murder charges and police are still working to determine a motive for the shooting. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55.
1: Dave Preston, the Capitals. Started off strong last night. they got a goal. They beat the Penguins. What's not to like? I, I know. Capitals begin their game at Pittsburgh in fine fashion. Carried in right
2: side. Shooting, and he scored! John Walton on 1500 AM. The Caps beat the Penguins 4-3. Alex Ovechkin scores a power play goal to give him eight on the season, 830 for his career. Tight turnaround as New Jersey drops by the district this evening. Men's college basketball. Maryland loses to number one in the nation. Purdue 67-53. Zach Eadie paces the Boilermakers with 23 points and 12 rebounds. Terps coach Kevin
5: Willard. We fare just like everyone else has this year. Not well. He is much more improved. I think his conditioning has improved from last year. Uh, he's going over both shoulders a little bit better. And he you know, he's a willing passer. So you put that body, that skill, those hands, uh, and four guys that can shoot around him, he's tough to guard. Terrapin's hit just thirty three percent of their shots, five of twenty-two from three point.